Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hey guys, happy holidays. It's Jada Gomez and welcome to The Bustle Huddle. This holiday season, our gift to you is a short, sweet episode inspired by Bustle's All-American series, a collection of personal essays that celebrate food, family, and reminding us that being All-American often means proudly celebrating traditions from so many cultures. Growing up in Queens as an Afro-Puerto Rican, Christmas time meant going to a bunch of celebrations with all different kinds of foods, all different kinds of cultures. I would say my favorite, favorite traditions would be midnight mass on Christmas Eve, having my mom's mac and cheese, having Feast of the Fishes with the Italian side of my family. I highly recommend a Feast of the Fishes if you've never had one. And then another post-Christmas outing with my abuela for the Feast of the Three Kings celebration. So it was just like an extra time to get extra bonus toys and even more cookies. But despite how my mixed identity results in a very unique holiday experience for me, one thing that I've never experienced is being away from the holidays. Living in New York City and working in New York City, all it takes for me is just a Metro card and I'm home in 30 minutes. So I don't understand being away from my family or even the chaos of like booking your holiday flight before things get bananas. That's why I was so drawn to Clarissa Jan Lim's essay, What It's Like to Celebrate the Holidays When You're 9,000 Miles Away from Your Family. Clarissa is Bustle's associate news editor. Hey, Clarissa. Hi. I'm so excited to have you here, considering that you're usually covering a very heavy news beat and we get to talk about food. <laughs> hmm I'm really excited. So you've lived in the U.S. for how many years now? I came here in 2011, so... How many years is that? Seven? Almost eight years, actually. In January, it'll be eight. And where are you from? I'm from Malaysia, Kuala Lumpur, Malaysia. So what was your experience that first holiday season away from your family in the U.S., watching the way it's celebrated here? I think I was a little bit surprised at how almost similar things were because in a very specific way. So in Malaysia... The Christmas season is all about sales and, you know, you go to malls and you buy their, like, Christmas deals and all of that. And they had the same thing here in America, just, like, times 10 because Christmas is celebrated so much more here. And it's definitely, I don't know, the snow and the cold and everyone's bundled up. And that was, like, my idea of what Christmas was like. So to see it in real life here was cool. I don't know what you call them, but those, like, Santas who stand on the street and... You know, they raise money. Oh, the Salvation Army Santas. Yes, the Salvation Army Santas, yeah. Um, That was new. That was really Hmm. cool to see at first. And, um, you know, people would be, like, caroling also. Sometimes I was at Purchase, New York. That was where my school was. So 
and you know I stayed there for I stayed over during like Thanksgiving um, but it was very quiet mm -hmm. and it was kind of lonely because um, you know only the international students would be there everyone else would go back to their families um, and it was like quiet lonely dark cold <laughs> oh no so your very first holiday stateside you were alone I celebrated it with the international students. And what did you guys do? We had like a Friendsgiving thing. People brought food. But there were a lot of classic American dishes, you know, like pumpkin pie and turkey. No, well, nobody brought turkey. <laughs> <laughs> so was that your first pumpkin pie? Uh, first time I had pumpkin pie, yes. It was probably like collard greens, I think. Um, okay. That was the first time I had collard greens, too. And what do you think of collard greens? Those I really are kind like of it. my favorite. Yeah. yeah. When my mom makes collard greens, I like usually that's the one that I always like request when she asks. Yeah. Like, Mac and cheese and collard greens, please. <laughs> oh, and stuffing. Oh my God. I love stuffing. It's delicious. I wish I could eat it year round. I don't like, what is that? Cranberry sauce? Cranberry sauce. Oh, I'm not a fan of that. The food is otherwise really good, but it's a lot. It's a lot of food. It's very heavy. Always guaranteed to put me in a food coma. So what I noticed in your story um, that you wrote for Bustle's All-American series, what I found really interesting and what I really loved about it is that even at your Friendsgiving holiday dinners, mm -hmm. there's always this element of cultural dishes as well outside of the American dishes, which I just think is just super, super cool and also reflective of what my Thanksgiving upbringing or Christmas upbringing is as well. Being from so many different cultures, there's just different types of dishes around. Mm -hmm. So I really liked that aspect of it. Everyone brought like mac and cheese, someone made stuffing, someone made mashed potatoes. But I also thought that like curry went really well with all of those things. Yeah. So. That was the piece of your, that, <laughs> the, that was the part of your story that I just love the most. Because I'm like, yes, I can actually see that being a really good win. Yeah. And especially with mac and cheese. Mm hmm. So what kind of curry? It's awesome curry. It's a specific flavor that is like kind of sour. The curry that I make is every time I go home or every time somebody from Malaysia comes to visit, I ask them to bring this curry packet mm -hmm. thing. Um, so you, it's basically just a paste and then you like mix it with coconut milk and eggplant, sometimes potatoes if you want, vegetables, tofu, a bunch of things. Growing up, I never celebrated Christmas, so Christmas was just a day for another day off for people to go to the mall or something like that. People in Malaysia go to malls a lot. Like Christians in Malaysia, they have a whole thing with the church, you know, like they go to church and they celebrate it there. That has never been part of my life, so I can't speak to that experience. But when I was growing up, me and my friends, you know, we were 18 years old and Christmas came around and you would take the night actually to go clubbing and it was kind of a thing that we would do almost every year. More about me spending time with my friends than really like a family thing underneath the Christmas tree and all that. Got it. So what are the more family-oriented holidays in Malaysia? So Hari Raya is a big one. It's after Ramadan and Chinese New Year for me was always all about your family. I mean, nobody really sees their friends during Chinese New Year and it's like two weeks of, Chinese New Year is two weeks long. <laughs> and you're just like eating all the time and seeing all of your family, even people you've never met before. You're suddenly like, oh, this is your uncle from, I don't know, who, wherever. 
and you're like, oh, cool, I have an extra uncle. <laughs> <laughs> You've got to love surprise family members just showing up. But going back to the shopping side of things, you mentioned that Malaysia also has lots of holiday sales. Is there less than in the U.S.? Because I feel like here we're so focused on getting and receiving gifts. Like the consumerism of Christmas is definitely a thing. Yeah, that was definitely a surprise to me. So the first Christmas, I think I, or one of the Christmases, I spent with uh, my then boyfriend's family. So we went back to his place and I had to get all these gifts for them. And I didn't really know what to do. So I got like, I got his mom a ring or something like that. Um, I got his dad like some tea, like some nice tea or something. And when I went there, they all had several gifts for me. And I felt so bad. You know, there's like a stocking stuffer and then there's like three more presents under the tree. And I just felt like I didn't do enough <laughs> yeah. for them. Um, That's a lot of pressure. I feel like you were wronged in this situation. Your <laughs> then boyfriend should have prepared you. Like that's just standard yeah. for any family. I definitely don't feel like I was prepared for it. <laughs> <laughs> but they were very nice about it. You know, they were like, oh, it's fine. I have never really gotten gifts for people during Christmas. Um, but maybe this year I'm probably going to buy my current boyfriend a sleeping robe or something. <laughs> a bathrobe. But that's about it. Like something useful. I don't know. No like trinkets or anything. And I've never really been that kind of person anyway. No singing sharks. That's like the new like toy of the moment for what little kids. What is that? It's this singing shark that's like oh, sold man. out everywhere. Is it waterproof? I have no idea. I think it's a stuffed animal, but it's literally oh, sold out everywhere. <laughs> that's wild. That's also something that I was so surprised by. It In America, there's always a toy, mm -hmm. a specific toy every year that sells out for some reason. Yeah, let's go meet Elmo's. I know I definitely had my parents running around for like way back in the day, a Teddy Ruxpin, and then like they got like the last one. <laughs> what is that? It's a, basically, it's like this talking bear and he has a tape deck in the back and he'll tell you stories. Ooh. And I was obsessed with him. I think it was like three. And so they still like to this day, like will tell me, they're like, do you know that we got that in like the 11th hour on like Christmas? <laughs> and like we had to like bribe people to get that last <laughs> We're so one. so proud of it. Yeah. And I was like, oh. I was like, I was like, yeah. Because if I didn't have it, it would have, I mean, I would have been fine, but it was like, the only thing I wanted that year. <laughs> <laughs> okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. So you probably won't be going for the singing shark. But is there anything you've come to enjoy and appreciate that will be part of your tradition now? Hmm. I think maybe this feeling of coziness. I kind of feel that way um, around like Christmas time, I want to say. 
just because of like movies I've watched growing up about America around American Christmas celebrations where everyone's like bundled up and it's snowing and you there are like bells for some reason bells are chiming <laughs> somewhere in is the background. there one is there one that you used to watch in particular I know for me it's always Home Alone and then Elf. Oh yeah, are those two like classic American Christmas movies? <laughs> yes, I love them. No, I don't. Um, I don't really like Christmas movies in general. Um, but is Groundhog Day a Christmas movie? Yes, Ground Groundhog Day has ten- Christmas tendencies. Okay, okay. I I think that would be an acceptable one. <laughs> <laughs> or I guess um recently I was watching. Uh, I could only get through like I don't know. 30 minutes of face off and it was great um that but really bad wouldn't be a christmas movie. <laughs> it's probably on the other side i was actually planning on finishing that on christmas yeah, that's <laughs> so probably, that's gonna be my christmas movie this year that's probably like my dad's choice i feel like if i suggested that one he'd be really down it's just so ridiculous yeah. <laughs> i have never really liked christmas it never really had any meaning to me growing up um and it still doesn't really now it is nice to have a day off <laughs> <laughs> So, but it it's cool to see everyone else celebrating it so much. What are you going to be doing on Christmas Day in t- literally like a week or so? This year and last year, I will be working on Christmas. And it's just the nature of the job that you have to work on holidays. But my boyfriend's parents are coming and so we're gonna probably cook something for them. But it's going to be very chill. It'll be a chill. <laughs> a chill holiday is... Yeah, for everyone, it's the best holiday. In my honest opinion. <laughs> so I this is something that is definitely near to my heart as someone who grew up in Queens. I've grown up with a lot of different cultures, a lot of people who have come from other countries. What do you think people get wrong about the way immigrants spend the holidays away from their families? I don't know if anybody gets it wrong just because I don't think people really think about it. Mm. After this piece was published, one of my friends texted me and um, she said, like, I, you know, I never even thought about, like, what you do during the holidays when everyone is with their family. Mm-hmm. So I guess I would encourage people to, if they know somebody who's far away from their families, um, whether they're an immigrant or not, to, you know, maybe include them in their celebration somehow, maybe come over for dinner or I don't know, watch Friends? Is that something people do? That's my family. My family is living single. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, or that. (laughs) Well, thank you so much, Clarissa, for joining us. This has been a great conversation. I know a lot of people can relate to it. Yeah, I hope so. Special thanks to Clarissa for joining us for our last episode before the holiday season. To everyone out there, enjoy time with your friends, your family, and most of all, make sure you take some time for yourself. The Bustle Huddle is produced by Anna Parsons, Julia Shu, and Michaela Heck, with help and love from Roseanne Salvatore and Amanda Chan. Be sure to subscribe on Apple, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts. And definitely leave us reviews on iTunes. We'd love to hear your feedback. You can also reach us the old-fashioned way at huddle at bustle.com. I'm your host, Jada Gomez, and I will see you in the new year.